Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. At GoDaddy.com, we believe you can do amazing things on the internet. Start with a domain name, then build yourself a website or have GoDaddy build one for you. From hosting an online shopping cart to SSL certificates, GoDaddy has the tools you need at prices to fit any budget. Get your .com for $5.49 when you use the code RAMBLE1 at checkout. GoDaddy.com. Domains, websites, and everything in between. Sandwich. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Football Ramble. Marvellous to have you here. You've made it. And we're back. My name is Marcus and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Pete also. Get in my toffee apple house. And Luke. Alright. How are you boys? Uh, now, if you could have any Englishman, any Englishman, to be the captain of the England national team, who would you choose, Jimbo? So do they have to play? Or is this like a sort of, um, oh, they're kind of ceremonial thing? Um... As Stuart Pearce rightly said today, they have to be in the starting yeah. eleven. Yeah, it's good that he's nailed that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, the starting twelve, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like a ceremonial captain, but I think I'll put him in anyway. Probably the best living Englishman. Probably the best old man, David Attenborough. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. just you'd look over at him and think, "Hey, he's brilliant, isn't would he?" You have him in the I want to win for him. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And also, though, if you, you, it would be great to have him uh, mic'd up mm. during the game. And here come the forwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the forwards <laughs> across the plane. The, the fullbacks are overlapping well. <laughs> yeah. I, I made the BBC. You could have both the Attenboroughs. I damn. invented professional <laughs> snooker. Imagine that ever could pop up and just go, "Damn!" No, Richard. Oh, welcome to Wembley Park. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Good answer, Jim. Excellent, Jimbo. Pete, can you beat that? I was going to go for Kit from Knight Rider until I remembered that he, he does not have an English voice. Um, so I'm going to go for the legend that is Richard... Uh, Attenborough. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Stephen Hawking. <laughs> right. Slightly more mobile than Gareth Barry. Uh, uh, yeah. um, wouldn't need a seat. It brings his own seat to the party. So <laughs> it's not part of it. What are you talking about? You could you could set him up on the tannoy as well. I would think. <laughs> I've never once heard. <laughs> You could just amplify his I've voice. I've never once heard of the England press conference where they said, and why have you chosen him as your captain? Because he brought his own seat. <laughs> yeah, well, you could have Pete, Peter Reid. He's got a car. There's a left on the tyres. He's got a tyre for a seat. Yeah. No, not Peter Reid. I'm okay. having... Stephen Hawking. Dr Richard Stephen <laughs> Hawking. idiot. Okay. Um, that won't win the point. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the only person who's sort of taken this sort of marginally seriously. And that's so your own fault. I've got it down to three. Um, Gary Glitter... <laughs> Dr. Fox and Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp. Yeah. Ross Kemp would be good. So, sort of Dr. Pretending Fox would be, be the pal, like pal of the team. Right. Like he's quite quite sort of genial. 
Um, <laughs> Gary Glitter to scare them, and Ross Kemp to be the disciplinarian. Well, would, Gary, yes. surely he'd be a good at num- under 21s. I'm going to scare I'm the kids. I'm gonna go, Don't start that. I'm going to hey. go for Dr. Fox. You're gonna go Gl- Dr. Glitter would have been all right in the centre of the park trying to G them up. Come out, come out. <laughs> that was last week, wasn't it? Um, Did we do a bit of glitter? No, they didn't see that. No. Um, uh, You've gone for Dr. Fox? Yeah. Uh, he, c- he could ride his Harley up and down the touchline. There you go. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think he can do these things. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I probably have John Terry. Um, and I think the points are going to Jim. The points are going to Attenborough. Yeah. All the points go to Attenborough. Damn! Well done. <laughs> 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 A lovely one. Right then. Um, it's, it was Carling Cup final day. Uh, only days ago. And Liverpool have won it. They've won a trophy. They have uh-huh. silverware. And it was, it was through a penalty shootout against Cardiff City. Two mm. all uh, after extra time. Downing man of the match. Yeah. Who's <laughs> picking that? Who is picking yeah. that? Seriously? More about the Cardiff defenders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear uh, me. A good game though, not bad. Mm. It was a great yeah. cup final. It was really yeah. exciting. It was yeah. a good day of football to be fair. It was great. Wasn't it, it was it was a, we were in danger of having a bit of an underwhelming final because the majority of us would have seen the Arsenal Spurs game. Mm. Yeah. Which was incredibly good. Um, but it, uh, it did deliver. It was dramatic and the Liverpool did it the hard way, but cre- credit to Cardiff. I mm. thought they were excellent. They worked really hard and and, and uh, shame for them. And I take nothing away from Liverpool because I, I, yeah. you know, Liverpool deserved to win it because they did win it. Um, but Cardiff were, were unlucky. Mm. I think it's just that it's that kind of uh, resilience in the, in the pressure of the shootout, isn't it? Like you, it, t- it tends to be that the high status teams win in shootouts. It yeah. tends to always always go that yeah. way. And, and it started so badly with Gerard missing, and then <laughs> Kenny Miller, you know, just hitting the post like that. I just thought, oh, Kenny, you've played well. You've yeah. proven me wrong. You're starting to make me <laughs> like you, and you go and do this. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's, there's a fact. Um, I, the, the thing that annoys me about the old penalty shootout is every single broadcaster that you'll ever hear will go, "It's a lottery. It's a lottery. It's not a lottery. It's not, not a lottery." lottery. Yeah. <laughs> An interesting lottery. fact about it is that um, apparently just over. Sixty percent of teams that take the first penalty win, so it's a massive advantage to take mm. the first penalty. Yeah. Even though Gerrard were up their end as well, which yeah, obviously makes a huge, huge difference. Gerrard was a brilliant save from the keeper. It was, yeah. it was, it was absolutely. Yeah, it was still one hand, one handed mm. up high. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what Charlie yeah. Adam was trying to do. He has got a face like a wrinkled bollock as well. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Adam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does a bit. That was a terrible penalty, wasn't it? Uh, it was, yeah. They weren't watching the Ivory Coast Zambia. <laughs> oh well, no, they weren't. Uh, Anthony Gerrard, Stephen's cousin, missed the decisive Got kick. It. They both missed one. Yeah, they both. Yeah, I think he, he the decisive one. I'm he, di- he didn't want to. Um, he didn't want to have one over on his mm. on, on his cousin. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great for Kenny Dalglish as well. You know, he's come back and he, he's won something pretty pretty quickly. I'd know, like to like, have seen him in a suit, Jim. So agreed. Actually, it's you're at Wembley well, Cup final. Get your suit on, Ken. Mm. I'm sure he wanted wanted to maybe forgot. I don't know. It's big pressure, <laughs> isn't it? Big pressure. <laughs> maybe he wanted to wear a white suit. Yeah. Like, uh, like oh, well, I, uh, there you go. Um, it was um, <laughs> it was uh, typical sort of last minute kind of drama in the cup final when Cardiff equalised to make yeah, it two all because I think it didn't the first cross go in and yeah. it, it was so nearly a goal yeah. and it was just like push. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like a scrum. It was a know. funny sort of momentum shifting <clears throat> game because Liverpool well, it was one all. Liverpool were massively on the front foot yeah. and they scored. And then Cardiff were massive on the front foot. And then yeah. Cardiff scored. <clears throat> and Liverpool came back on the front foot again. It got to a point where Cardiff seemed really blunt up front. You thought, oh, it's just not going to happen now. They're tired. Set they're just lagging. Yeah, and they, just, they, they pulled it out. It was great. Uh, did you see Jamie Carragher and Andy Burton after That's the game? Brilliant. Absolutely oh, no, amazing piece of TV. Um, Andy Burton was talking to Carragher and saying, like, oh, you must be delighted, your kids here. It's like it's a big Wembley final. Did you think it would happen again? You know, is this you? You look like you look quite misty-eyed. Is this you saying that you might be sort of you know bowing out quite soon? And it, Carragher just looked really offended by it. It was like you're lucky to still have a job, aren't you? After all that wolf stuff, and they just walked <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 Burton, that's trite. brilliant. Burton says something like, "Oh, yeah, we'd love to have you on Sky." 
Genius. Yeah, it made no sense. I'd love to see Burton's foot just going to like, you know, those pressure plates in the middle of like a bear trap. Yeah. And he knows what's coming. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he tries to lift that it. foot up. And then uh, his leg We'd fell off. <laughs> and which phone would he use for help? Exactly. exactly. Leroy uh, needs to help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, well done to Liverpool indeed. First trophy of the mm. season. Could be a cup double for them. Yeah, I mean, that's going to give them momentum in the FA Cup as well, you'd think. Yeah, indeed. Now, uh, the Premier League. Jimbo, did you have a particular standout result? Oh, I didn't weekend? really watch any football this weekend, did you? Fernando <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, got away win. They did have a away win, but uh, well, it was Arsenal 5, Spurs 2, oh, big boy. Wasn't it just? I, mean, I don't want to be too magnanimous because it's annoying when it happens the other way around but I do think um, scientists should check around the grounds for just to see if the laws of physics are the same <laughs> when these two teams play because it's just incredible isn't it it's, it happens every time it's just it's just stunning stuff when we've said it before I think it's the best fixture anywhere on the planet in terms of just how consistently brilliant it is you've not researched that enough though I don't care <laughs> I'm, I'm being biased about <laughs> it when, when Riziki's career has got to such a level that when he scored I actually cracked up laughing <laughs> yeah. I thought Riziki scored <laughs> yeah, he had a blinder as well I think it's got to be very well. that Arsene Wenger got his team selection absolutely bang on there were quite a few sort of question marks over why Benny Hume was starting when he's not been a regular starter but he went with the experience and having you know Song turned up he's been a bit patchy of late but having Arteta Benny Hume and Rosicki mm. in, in the middle they really really sort of st- stifled Tottenham and they kept the game you um, were 2-0 kind of down at one point as I, I know, know. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but <laughs> they dug in when that happened yeah, yeah. The, the first it was awful atrocious defending for the first mm. goal yeah. wide open unlucky yeah a really kind of unlucky deflection but you know but in, bet- in between, in between the happen. first and the second Arsenal had some chances yeah. and they looked they, they didn't look they didn't panic they just kept on going and to me like, throughout they looked like the better side v- well, Van Persie yeah. were very measured certainly I yeah. think, did he hit the post or just past it it's good to see that the, uh, the referee no, did a little dance when they scored the second goal that was weird wasn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. was he trying to see over the top of the defenders to see what happened but the second leap that he did seemed really weird. I Who was it? It was McDean, was it? I, can't, I didn't see it the first time around. I watched the game, but I didn't see it the first time around. I only saw it in a replay, which didn't start off early enough. I thought he may have played an advantage beforehand, and then was just, just pleased that he played an advantage and there was a goal. But that's just a guess. I, I don't know yeah. if that happened. The main difference between the first and the second half was still Walcott, basically. Yeah. Every move seemed to break down when it got to him in the first half. Yeah. I was I mean, crawling out from the beginning. Really, be, yeah, I thought if he hooked at half time, but he. Um, he, you know, he passed the buck effectively in the first half. There was a point where he could have run a goal, <coughs> open up even, you know, either open up more space to Van Persie or you know, gone on to shoot himself, and he just passed the Van Persie too early. I think it's just the pressure got to him a little bit, but he focused obviously at half time, and it, it was just far more effective. It was great. It was really, really great. It, he's such a funny. He's, he's such a funny player in the walk up because. I think that a few weeks ago everyone probably thought mm, would we take him to the Euros um, probably not or bench player at best mm. and then he does something like that and you think he's, yeah it's, it's the, he's a real conundrum of a player yeah. isn't he, he really yeah. the Arsenal fans getting on his back a bit in the first I half. didn't hear that on the TV a lot of people were saying there was some booing I think there was like, audible frustration but I don't I, I mean I wasn't in the ground so pretty I, much I every Arsenal fan it. that I know that actually goes uh, to all the matches in fact they all can't stand him at times to be honest he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a particularly player. frustrating player yeah. isn't he but I think yeah. the the ruthlessness of, of Arsenal was what was impressive and I think because the stakes are so high in the North London derby um, because the you know the the kind of griping and jibing between the two sets of fans is, is just hilarious at times yeah. you take a step back it and look how worked up people get on both sides of it and it, th- that pressure comes into the stadium so the players know the stakes are higher they take the chances more ruthlessly they shoot like yeah. instead of passing a lot and Arsenal are better for it you know yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I was 
I actually opened my window at one point. We're not a million miles away recording now from uh, the, Emirates. the Emirates. And I opened up the, the window to check whether it was actually freezing cold outside. It wasn't. Why was Arsene Wenger still wearing <laughs> the coat? He's got flu, mate. The coat. Oh, yeah, he was ill. He's got a throat infection. That's not good. You could, you could just put a little, wait, put wait. snow done. Put snow done. That's your answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need me that warm. The game, the game, because when Spurs went 2-0 up, hmm. I thought, right, Spurs are away from home. They're rapid on the break with players yeah. they've got. Um, it's going to be tough for Arsenal now, really tough. And I was so surprised when they turned around so effectively. But Arsenal just snapped, I think. They just had enough of being this rubbish. Yeah, I think right, so. No, <laughs> I've had it. I think Bakary Sagna said after, or Sanya rather, said after the game, like, um, something like, yeah, we just knew we had to win, they are our enemies. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> really, you know, <laughs> kind of what you want to hear stuff. as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and Spurs, all Spurs midfield got booked, didn't they? And that made yeah. them quite tentative, and that gave the sort of. Did you think Gareth just Bale, in the game in a second? Gareth Bale dived. I think I was doing the impression of a monkey stepping on a landmine. Okay. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the May have kicked in. I, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? But I, if you're going at that speed, it, it doesn't well, it, take much. It looks to me, having seen it four or five times, yeah. that basically between them, Gibbs and Chesney shut him down or closed him down. He just ran out of space and went over. And I, I, I understand time, why annoyed. it was given. Yeah, I thought he, he yeah, left his leg. In, you know, he, he left his leg, and if yeah. Jenny was uh, trying to get to that ball, he's got I, form I for that bail. Mm. He's well, been booked form, twice this season for simulation. But yeah. you wouldn't believe simulation. You wouldn't, but you, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but you wouldn't know that from like the commentators or the media. You wouldn't sort yeah. of. You know, it's it's uh, a preserve of the foreigners. Uh, indeed it is Now there wasn't, it wasn't the only derby going on in London On the weekend QPR were beaten 1-0 by Fulham The Russian Pobrevniak scored again yeah. For the Fulhams Good away win for them Yes um, But uh, Mark Hughes took exception to Martin Young's gesture At the end of the match Mark Hughes is like Larry David <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, just, he doesn't like handshakes He does like handshakes They need to be done in a certain way They need to not be done at all You can't <laughs> give a sort of You can't hug someone like a big Dutch uncle What's if his you, problem? If he, if he wants managed your cl- club you shouldn't beat him yeah you know, that kind of thing. he's got cheerophobia which is the fear of hands so. <laughs> the phobia of hands good research I looked it up yeah you did yeah. I'm pretty sure that's handophobia I know some, someone called Dave Hands so uh, I, yeah. uh, deal with that keep Mark, him away keep Mark him Hughes away. would never sign him yeah. <laughs> that's why Mark Hughes never trains the goalkeepers he doesn't feel comfortable <laughs> that's true but Ma- Martin Yol went to put a hand to his face didn't uh-huh. he I think Martin Yol went uh, did he not say something like oh sorry about that sure yeah. yeah. Got you, you big prick. Schlepper <laughs> <laughs> Martin- schlep for you. <laughs> Martin Yell versus Mark Hughes would be a brilliant fight. Yeah. Wasn't it? yeah. Who would you fancy for it? I think I reckon he's, I reckon he's got I, I think Hughes would have yeah. the stamina. I think Hughes would probably do him. <laughs> he'd, do, he'd do one of his legendary volleys in his face. <laughs> <laughs> that would finish it. There's too much analysis going on here. <laughs> of, the, of stuff that isn't football. <laughs> Again. See, um, Welcome to the podcast. Fuller managed to sign Mohamed Diara as well. Oh, they yeah, did, that's a great yeah. signing, potentially. I mean, he's well, been out of the game for a while. 22 million he went to Real for. He's 30. I mean, left he's Monaco. He left Monaco in the summer, I think, and he, he's been a free agent for a while. But yeah, he played. Something like 120 odd league games for, for Real Madrid. He won two league titles. Yeah. Well, well, well worth a punt. Yeah. Oh, obviously. absolutely. Yeah. Mm, see what he can I'd do. love to see him do well because I like Diarra a lot as a player. He was a real marshal with. Uh, for him and Essie, yeah, well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was sort of one of the best sides Leon have had. Mm. You know. Um, is, it, is it fair to say uh, Diakati let the uh, occasion get to him somewhere? God, yeah. S- uh, six fouls and two yellows <laughs> in 30 minutes sent off. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you, you just you can't it just a, kick people. <laughs> it was a warm day in West London. Someone's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> making a night going, ah, Oh, God, he's near me. <laughs> yeah, he's going to do something crazy. Him. <laughs> 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 
yeah. if that was like an under 12 like friendly game <laughs> the ref would go to the manager and say look do you want to sub him off because yeah. that's what yeah. we have to I'm psychologically effective they should do that in the league the Premier League shouldn't they just to see because like, the, like, the managers no, but the managers would be so stubborn well, it's like Scott Parker's incredible decision making oh yeah we've never mentioned that as a sending he's off sent off he knows he's on a yellow yeah. he's nowhere yeah. near the ball takes a guy on the halfway and they've got Man United next game yeah. oh, no. that's he was so apologetic sorry going back to the sort of school kids thing though it would be interesting if the players dance uh, we're just nah. around the touchline yeah, 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 sort of cheering them on that'd be yeah. good that would be good <laughs> uh, Neville ne- oh no the Neville's don't play anymore Frank Lampard Phil's there Phil's oh, no, what, what am I talking about yeah Gary could join him is it Mazzino the father of a, one of the Barcelona Thiago players? yeah he used Thiago to just sit in the stands just shaking his head at yeah him. if he did like too much <laughs> skill and stuff yeah. he's an excellent player though but, um, right we've got to talk about Manchester United beating Norwich City 2-1 mm. skulls and gigs I mean yeah. how <laughs> it was, uh, this is, are we going to be saying this in five years it's go on and on <laughs> it was a masterclass of how to turn the screw when you've got like ten minutes best to do so Man United yeah, just going right. right on the front foot just strangling a side yeah, yeah. brilliant yeah, to, to yeah. that end skulls and gigs must just be getting all nostalgic going oh this is brilliant yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the mid 90s <laughs> I think look at some like skulls he's, t- he's had like you know a a bit of time out he, I genuinely think he'd be up for playing in the, I, in the I'm, well, yeah, I, I mean, all joking is, aside on the plane this is supposedly his you know his final season in football so why not you know why? It's, it's not like it's going to affect his uh, they should bring game. that player cam thing they used to have on Sky Sports back fix it on Sky yep. and send every youth team in the country a DVD of him because he's like, his head is on a pivot yeah, he's yeah. looking around all the time he knows exactly what but, he's going to do before he does but it you know what, you, but you're right though because he's actually that type of player we don't produce many of them and I mean who else I mean you know character's a decent player but very few players like that so yeah while he's still playing get the DVDs out do you think that Ferguson would be absent to say about him going to the Euros I think Ferguson I'm would be sure, I'm certainly would but you know so no I, th- I think because Ferguson would take a bit of credit from it somehow I think yeah but surely he'd fancy having skulls for another year rather yeah, maybe, than maybe maybe I'd, well, yeah, well, I'd have him. In, I'd have him. In, I'd have him <clears throat> starting to get fit games for England. Yeah, I think starting. So. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I think. I think. I think so. Alongside maybe Scott Parker. Yeah. But anyway, back to the game. Um, Norwich played well, although I think um, they will do that. I think. Yeah, they, they will. I think Ferguson was actually a bit harsh on his own team when he said yeah, he Norwich said the were Norwich was the best side. I mean, Manchester United had a lot of chances. Yeah. Welbeck missed a few. Yeah. That's slightly concerned me for England. Welbeck. I think Danny Welbeck was probably intimidated by the incredible halt. Well, let's talk about him because what a, what a goal that. <laughs> Was. Big, you know, good feet for a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a, f- a fantastic goal. It was, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time we've seen him do that sort of thing with his quick feet. Like the goal he scored against Chelsea as well, which is yeah. really, well, really smart, tidy. If you, if you look at the fact that we've only got, uh, well, actually, a friendly, we've only got three strikers in the English squad at the moment at time hey, of recording. Hey, hey. Well. If you look also, Holt's got 10 goals in 15 starts in the Premier League this season. Mm. He scored goals against Chelsea, Liverpool, United and Everton. The, the great thing is that this season's been brilliant, hasn't it? And yeah. we're now making legitimate noises for Holt to be in that England squad. And it mm. wouldn't be ridiculous. But he's used... The only thing... I mean, we talked about this a while back and I said um, that... A, a Danny Wildback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said that he gives away quite a lot of fouls. Yeah, that's that's, fine. that's the biggest problem maybe. Passion, mate. Passion. Yeah, exactly. So does where no need to be there. Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but he's used to pressing. They press well, Norwich. Mm. He's used mm. to pressing. You know, he's, he's used to working hard. He's big and strong. I think he's got. I think he deserves a chance. The, the other guy in, in the frame would be Danny Graham, who scored ten goals. Yeah, as Danny well. Graham yeah, for Swansea. But he's a bit more of a flat, a bit less mobile. Player, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think Holt would certainly get it over Danny Graham. I think so. Yeah. 
Um, and all other things from that game, De Gea played uh, very well, and Giggs got his uh, nine, I was about to say nine hundredth cap, but nine hundredth <laughs> appearance for Manchester United. That is just. Caps. You wouldn't it, even it, want that many caps. Yeah, <laughs> that's breathtaking. You'd have to have a cap it? room in your house, wouldn't yeah. you? Like 900 sure. no, That's loads So it works out he's, he's won a major medal Every 27 games Of his career <laughs> <laughs> That's insane <laughs> That's so crazy That's that? absolutely super <laughs> um, Right uh, Chelsea won a game Blimey um, uh, And uh, talking of records Frank Lampard became the first player To score 10 goals Or more in 9 successive Premier League seasons He's mm. also got 125 league goals For Chelsea It's a testament to what a Just absolute solid Consistent performer he is Yeah He's, he's one of the Premier League greats Yeah One of the all time greats in the Premier League there's no doubt about that that's yeah. really surprising though that he yeah. scored that many goals so frequently though. you'd expect like, a striker to hardly have that well, especially uh, with mm. some of the strikers that that team have had mm. yeah you know, well, I done, mean, well done Frank he's really really put a shift in for Chelsea for such a long time I mean yeah. it's, it's, most of those seasons he's got 20 goals isn't it yeah. and it's just there's so few players in the world that can guarantee you that it's been what do you, what do you think about how sort of Chelsea struggled against Napoli quite badly mm. Uh, and then they come against play against Bolton. I know Bolton aren't at Napoli. I yeah. understand that, but they brought Lampard and Essien in. They they win easily. I mean, well, the, uh, those La- two Lampard can still play every game. Yeah. Of course. And well, I don't understand Vs Boas on that. I like Vs Boas. Well, Lampard's so fit; it's so obvious. And you know, so, so his age almost becomes irrelevant. You know, you have to judge him on what he does on the pitch, and he doesn't seem to be sort of slowing down at a rate that's so alarming. You have to but, bench him all the time. But I think Avb is brought in on the ticket that he's got to send a message that I need to bring other players in. But his—I don't think his present is spent yet, and I think that that's been badly, badly misjudged. Really, mm. I think it probably has as well. It reminds me a little bit of Steve McLaren's treatment of Beckham. Yes, yeah. mm. a bit premature. Mm. It's backfired somewhat. And Vish Boas, I, I think you're right, Pete. I think he has been given a brief to sort of transitionally move the team forward. But at the same time, he's struggling for results. Yeah. I mean, that was the first mm. winning six games or something. Yeah. Well. Well, there was the talk today at the time recording that if Vish Boas doesn't get past Napoli in the Champions League, he'll, he'll be out of a job. Which I don't think he will. I, I think Napoli will no, go through. No. Oh, I am so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, that's my AVB. Good. Good. And it sort of wraps that oh, up. By the way, I just, we can't move on without saying that Bolton served up some turgid stuff mm. <laughs> once again. Yeah. Well, they're, they're right down there. I mean, Bye. Wolves got an excellent point uh, away to Newcastle, being two goals down. Yeah. Um, and they're 16th on 22 points, one ahead of QPR and Blackburn. Bolton Wigan 19th and 20th on 20 points, very tight. I just yeah. noticed um, today that Phil Gartside, the Bolton, uh, the Bolton chairman, started following us on Twitter. Um, but I'm not going to lie, Phil. Bolton were terrible. <laughs> they were terrible. He, he knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a talk of um, uh, Lukaku going away on loan as well. Uh, it's a funny one with Lukaku because I thought he'd get a lot more playing time I than did. he has. Yeah, I did. But he's not here. Yeah. But who do you fancy for relegation then, Pete? Out of those um, teams. I think QPR aren't really. Yeah. I don't want to see Bobby Zamora in the Championship. I think no. that would be sad. But uh, yeah, I think I think QPR. I think Blackburn have got enough to uh, d- to rescue themselves to a certain it's extent. Bolton Wigan, isn't it? Bolton isn't it? Wigan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'll be Bolton Wigan and Blackburn. I think QPR will dig themselves out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see, won't we? We shall, but see. Right, let's move on to the England squad uh, for the Holland match. Some of you may have watched that match by the time this comes out, but uh, it currently hasn't been played. Unfortunately, Darren Bent's pulled out with an injury, which could rule him out of the Euros, which is Gutting. a great shame, really. Mm. He might not have a Villa club to come back with, uh, come back to rather. They're like fifty-four well, million. They lost fifty-four million. Speaking, like, of, last year speaking of relegation, I tell you what, yeah, they've they got some games in. coming up. Yeah, they've got um, they've got the top scorers out. 
Ben, Ben's their best striker. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. out. They've got to play. Um, they go away to Blackburn, which is a six-pointer. They got away to Chelsea in March. Mm. They got no, sorry, away to Arsenal, at home to Chelsea mm. in April. They're away to Liverpool, at home to Stoke, and away to United. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, they could really get sucked into that. McLeish is really not getting the best out of that squad as well. They're, They're better than that. They don't need to be down in that position. I was, Awful I, I, shit. I, I was <laughs> talking to somebody who actually knows knows quite a fair bit about that club, but, and uh, apparently, like McLeish sort of says. You know, I'm not really sure why why it's gone wrong, but I needed to take this job. They offered me more money than I could ever uh, handle, well, it and and it's a much bigger club than our previous one. And it's just it, one of those things that it I was a funny. It was a funny appointment, and a lot of yeah. people are against it. And come the summer, I don't know if he'll, he'll still be there. But um, the, other, the other thing is, um, before we move on, is, is talking. Pete referenced they lost 54 million in 2010, 2011. Is McLean really on that much? <laughs> 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 well, it's, it cost him something like 12 million uh, for Martin O'Neill to go, yeah. and uh, and not, that doesn't factor in the fact that they uh, made money on uh, Young and Downing but still yeah. well I was going to say that's, why pro- that's clearly why they sold Young and Downing yeah, yeah. But they can't do that every season. That's the problem. Martin O'Neill's got a little bit of a reputation for forcing quite high wage bills mm, down chairman's throats, hasn't he? Well, I think that's. Um, was, did Brian Clough not do that a little bit at times? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, sorry. Literally every opportunity. Because Martin O'Neill learnt a lot from Brian Clough, yeah. as you would imagine. And Brian so Clough would sign players without telling the chairman <laughs> and say, "Can you? Yeah, you need to give him a hundred grand." <laughs> and sometimes the chairman would turn up at the ground yeah. and go, "Who's that? Oh yeah, we signed him like last week." <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> My new secretary. I'll invoice you. Yeah. Um, right. So anyway, back to the England squad. Um, Tom Cleverley's pulled out as well. I mean, it's a funny one with Tom Cleverley because people are talking about, "Oh, I might start him for England and all." We've only seen him a few times. I mean, he's an excellent young player. He had a, he had a you know, season at Wigan though. Yes, of course, yeah. But I mean, he's an excellent young player. But I don't know. Is it a bit much? There's, there's not been a player I can think of that's been so sort of openly in the media and amongst fans missed for United. Despite mm. only when he got that injury, I think you know he played six league games or something. Yeah. Mm. Um, but they had such a flying start. Yeah, that's true. For, for me, it's, it's, I'd like to know. I don't I haven't got enough knowledge about it to know one or the other. But I'd be interested to know how many other countries have players pull out of squads so regularly because mm. we've had so many players pull out. Of that squad, and it's to me. I understand. If, say, Carl Walker, use him as an example. If he's got a knock, fair enough. Okay, mm. but him and Van der Vaart pulled out on the same day right. for the same club that who are chasing a title. And I understand it on one level, but Carl Walker should be chomping at the bit to go to yeah. the Euros. Well, also, I mean, it, it, this is an audition for whoever the manager turns yeah. out to be. And I mean, it's great for Michael Richards as well um, yes, because he's yes. got to establish himself very quickly. You know, he's back in that squad, uh, so you know, presumably he will start against Holland. Well, you, you look at, um, for example. Um, uh, Newcastle United they've got an important uh, derby match at the weekend a mm. must win game check to your eight, he's off uh, playing for the Ivory Coast against and it's just like Tiaoi loves it though why it? does he have he probably to, plays it's two in the weeks after the, the end yeah, of yeah. the African <laughs> Cup of Nations yeah. Yeah. Why? Too honest that club. England, <laughs> England, England have a lot of players pull out. I don't know what it is in, in sort of compared to other nations, but it does seem an awful lot. Um, thing, Especially I, when it gets to the end of the season, yeah. that's what annoys me. It's always the business end of the season. It's not like you know a couple of weeks in. There's well, talk of a lot of. I think it's three friendlies a year going to be scrapped. But that's right. The Euro- European one. clubs have agreed a deal with UEFA to cut the number of internationals from uh, on average twelve to, to nine. Although they've yet to agree this with FIFA. No. Yeah. So uh, but for me. Uh, th- Talking of the England manager, as you referenced slightly then, the, if Redknapp is insistent that he won't take the England job till after the season, yeah. um, I think I read today that he's going to, if, if he's hypothetically given the job, yes. uh, I think Spurs finished their season in the middle of May, he's then going to have 10 days between the end of the season until he has to name yeah. his squad. Well, well, P- Pierce was saying that the plans are in for, for Euro 2000. Uh, I don't want Pierce to be the manager. No, no, but I think no. it basically would be Capello's plan. 
But who's going to do it though? Well, exactly. This is—it's all a mess. It's all a big mess, isn't it? If, 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 if it's all want, just a big shame. If they want to give it to Redknapp, they need to approach him now. Yeah, and they need to get him in. Well, I'm sure possible. this is happening behind closed doors. Yeah, you know? but he does have a—he has a loyalty to Tottenham, doesn't he? The position they're in, you know. But he can't keep his mouth shut, and he said they've not approached him. Well, you know, he's got to say that, hasn't he? Mm. Oh, the chairman deals with all that. <laughs> he deals with my phone. He's got my phone. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to uh, the, will be the domestic game, uh, where we uh, briefly go to the championship. But the Reading surge continues. We mm. talked about this uh, probably a month or two ago. And they're up to third with the game in hand on Southampton at the top. They're four points mm. off second. So yeah, and uh, they're playing uh, Pompey at home. In the next week, and three, we'll points. three points, mate. Man. Man. Pop Pop it, roll over from no problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd, I'd want I'd want Cardiff in the league. Would you? I want, I want Cardiff and Chelsea. Yeah, Welsh derby would be brilliant. You don't get to choose. It's whoever's got the most points. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> but Cardiff. There's no telling Keegan that. <laughs> <laughs> Cardiff are in six. Uh, league one, the Sheffield derby. Sheffield Wednesday one, Sheffield United nil. Megson's men third, uh, two points off second place, uh, who which is currently occupied by Sheffield United. But all the teams around them have one or two games in hand. Apparently Wednesday owner Milan Man. We've all heard of him. Has uh, reportedly been speaking to Dave Jones about the job. Third victory in eleven games, though. It's not. Yeah, it's still not championship winning form. They've still not gone through without a win until that game. And, yeah. the, uh, and uh, the great thing about uh, Megson, he said, "Well, if anything happens to me, like he's you know, like he's Jack Bauer or something. <laughs> if anything happens to me, I'll go and hopefully get another job and make them successful as well." Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> oh, I Gary Megson played Jack Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't, <laughs> okay. and I can't. Is that him talking himself up for the England job? Yeah, <laughs> he's in there. He's in the top twenty candidates. I like when managers say, like, like when Big Sam said that he's better suited to Real Madrid. Yes. Oh, that was cool. Come on. Tongue in cheek, though. Isn't anyway, it? speaking of Ox which, tongue. let's go to La Liga. Mm. <laughs> now, last week we spoke of Levante not having won a match since early December. Well, they've won one. They've beat Espanyol 2 1 away and they're back into fourth position. That was all Racatino trying to beat the whole team by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, ridiculous. I know he's only young, but. Great no. Stuff. Lay it off at, w- at one point. Christ. But that's great though, Levante. We did worry about them, yeah. didn't they? But um, they were right. once fourth. No, no one wants it. No. <laughs> but well, Levante. Maybe they've they've woken up. Maybe they listened to the ramble. Doubtful, but who knows? Also in La Liga, um, unbelievable scenes. Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi got the winning goals for their club. Who thought it? Messi. Uh, Messi. He handled the ball, didn't he, in a, did. a build-up to what was a brilliant goal. It was oh, such a shame. shame. It was, but his free kick was his free kick was reminiscent of Ronaldinho's against England. Yeah, yeah it was ludicrous. Uh, it's so perfectly placed. It's one of those ones where you look at the angles and think, why do players never do that? <laughs> yeah, and then he's actually pulled it off. That's right. Did you see, Beckham yeah, did it once, twice. Did you see Sergio Ramos's elbow? Oh my yeah, god, yeah. that was an assault. Val Kilmer against um, Ravaiacano, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, back Ronaldo's back heel eluded everybody. Such yeah. a soft yeah. goal. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean it's great it was a great effort from Ronaldo, The keeper just still. looked at it, the defender just looked at it and went, Oh, oh, shouldn't he have turned to hit that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't one of us stop that? Probably. <laughs> it was Hollywood, wasn't it? It was from the penalty spot pretty much, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That far yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And the, the ten point gap remains. Now let's go to France. League uh, where uh, <laughs> Leon ladies dance. <laughs> they certainly used to. Uh, Leon four, Paris Saint Germain four. Mm. A big score. Yeah, <laughs> lovely stuff. It's um, not just England where it's all. Everyone hates defenders. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was it was super. Leon were four two up um, with uh, twenty odd minutes to go and. Uh, PSG pulled it back 90th minute equaliser Michel Bastos got an absolute beauty <laughs> of the in that game yeah. oh, it was just stunner just, just perfect yeah well it's uh, PSG is second now one point behind high flying Montpellier I haven't <laughs> seen this part of the running order but I presume you're going to do a D-bet bit eh? 
<laughs> no, hold you. Don't reveal what's happening. Um, uh, Montpellier boasts a certain uh, John Utaka yeah. among their ranks. I forgot about I that. I think at one point he was getting paid more than Cesc Fabregas. Yeah, Pompey. Yeah, so. you're probably still paying him as well. Peter Stories on yeah. Sky Sports News the other night. Didn't ask him about that, did they? <laughs> so is that another Willie, Mac- Willie Mackay? Is, yeah, is yeah, that yeah, one exactly. of his boys? Uh, Pompey also wanted a player called Lasana Diabat, who, yes. um, who was released from his contract, yeah. um, but refused to go. All right, and uh, kept turning up to training, and they couldn't get him to stop. <laughs> Did they keep paying him? No. Oh, right, okay. Well, that's fair enough then. Um, now we. Uh, ooh, hang on. What's this? PSG Leonardo still hasn't given up hope of signing Debeck for go. PSG. He is. probably should. He signed another contract for the La Galaxy. Isn't he? <laughs> well, he said he took that one off. Ramble drinking game fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'd drink if I had to listen to this shit every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, though. Beckham, he's not like he's 27. He's 30. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, one day. Yeah. Um, he said, David Beckham coming to Paris is something that everyone dreamt about. <laughs> I remember some of the players not really fancying that. Um, he said, the door is still open. Even though he's never played for Paris Saint-Germain, it feels like he's already contributed something here. He hasn't. <laughs> is is Leonardo just a character from, like, a Mills and Boone novel? Yeah. <clears throat> he's talking he's like head. he is. Is it Sven in disguise? David Beckham is so good and such a big person. He's already contributed to PSG. He's never played for yeah, two assists. Yeah. That's how good he is. Yeah. He's even played against them. <laughs> yeah, he has. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, dear. Um, now in league, uh, the team who are <gasps> third are Lille. Mm. Joe Cole plays for them. So does Eden Hazard, mm. and he's making kissy faces at the Premier League. Uh, however, Bakary Sanya of Arsenal says if Hazard went to Spurs, it would be an error. He said, "If if he goes to Spurs, he will be an enemy for me." <laughs> He's getting they're all enemies over there. Sanya's post-match interview had a backpack on. Yeah, he looked like a little did. boy, didn't he? He looked yeah. like a little schoolboy. I think we all like to see that kind of thing. Now let's backpackery, Sanya. Let's go to Serie A. Let's. I've got a little story to tell. Go I was on. there. Milan, Juventus, won all. I was bloody there. And uh, magnificent scenes. The Sant. Listen, right. I've heard people go, ah, it's all right, stay there. It is bloody excellent. And you've been to the Maracanã, Marcus. I have indeed. I've I've been to the cottage. I've been to the Camp Nou. So how does the Giuseppe Miazza rate? It's up there. It, well, I think it's the fourth biggest stadium in Europe. Yeah. So the lady yeah, on, the, on the stadium tour was telling me. Yeah. Uh, behind Wembley, the Camp Nou, and uh, the Bernabeu. Yeah. But yeah honestly, man. the atmosphere, the ultras um, behind the goal uh, for Milan. With the, some of the noisiest fans, they were brilliant, absolutely superb. A couple of flares in there, mm. yeah. but uh, so how does that actually affect the game? Is there a lot of smoke from that? No, nah, a little bit, not too much. They were quite tame on it, I think. Yeah, um, but it's, it's, it's odd at uh, the Giuseppe Miazza Stadium, <clears throat> or, or it's actually called the Giuseppe Miazza in San Siro Stadium now. I think <laughs> to keep everybody happy, yeah. <laughs> um, because behind one goal in the blue seats. Uh, are where the Milan ultras go for mm. their home games, and then the other end in the green seats behind the goal, you've got the, where the Inter fans sit. Mm. The boat down both uh, both sides is they're actually neutral ends, right? Which seems crazy, really. Doesn't yeah. It? <laughs> but um, because where we were sat, um, I went with uh, a friend of the ramble, Lawrence McKenna, and uh, we were in the sort of the neutral bit, and there was quite a lot of Juventus fans there. But it was like the a lot of uh, passionate Italian men like nearly a in lot tears. Of gesticulation. Oh, everything! It was perfect. But everyone's getting accidentally knocked in the eye. It was stuff. yeah. I, t- I tell you what, right? At one point, when I mean, d- did you see the game when Montari scored? Yeah, yeah. He, like that was down the other end. And, like everyone was celebrating. It was almost a goal, and it yeah. was like what? And then when the play died down, 
every man in the stadium and all women, all women go to football as well turned round <laughs> and, and just started arguing with each other it was brilliant <laughs> it was absolutely stunning and um, and what was great well it was not great but what was funny as well is uh, there's a little gap between the, 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 the front row of the stadium and, and, and like a little walkway you can go out and, and give it plenty to the manager or the referee and I think the main difference between their supporters and ours is, is how they look more because were like, like no, they, some of them were like properly, and because to me it was quite funny because in England, if you saw that, it would probably be like a beer-bellied skinhead, yeah. and it would look quite aggressive. But when it's mm. a guy who looks as though he could have his own chat show, it's quite yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was brilliant. Um, but um, uh, yeah, Milan, they um, uh, Nocerino scored a deflective yeah. effort. That game, mm. that game, that had contained... goal wrongly disallowed as well. Well, yeah, yeah. Juve, yeah, offside. But I mean, offside doesn't. But that yeah, the linesman, well, if you look at where he was placed, <laughs> it should have gone two 0 Buffon made a brilliant save. Oh, he did that. make a great save. But yeah. Nosserio did a thing that um, one of my favourite things in football, which is uh, scoring a deflected goal, oh, and really yeah, giving it up. Yeah. He, he really was. It. He really was indeed. Um, it's great to see Robinho. Yeah, proper skills and that. Yeah. yeah, but they they did lack a little bit of a, a cutting edge up front. Um, did big uh, man's out Milan? Why? That's because Ibra- they were Ibra- Ibrahimovic less. So I didn't I didn't get to see him on the pitch. Hey, yeah. Let me tell you a story, ladies and gentlemen. Another one. Oh, if I may. <laughs> Make it quick. Friday night, I found myself in the Armani Club. It was fashion week, all right? <laughs> Let me. I'm fashionable. I'm attractive. <laughs> I'm weak. And we're in the club. We're in the club. And um, apparently, we were stood next to what turned out to be the VIP door. Suddenly, this big guy walks past me. Some guy's gone, Zlatan! Six feet in front of me. There he was. Yeah. What happened? He touched me. Not there. He, like... You just in there. <laughs> and the people in the club finally managed to visualise what it would be like to have a Zlatan Paul Pesci Salido partner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being funny. Zlatan was stood six feet in front of me in this club. It was a moment. Well, what did you do? Absolutely monumental. I, I just sort of stared, tongue out, going, that's brilliant. He is huge. But didn't the, the girl you were with go and talk to him? She did. Well, she was like, she went up to him and she was like, oh, Zlatan, Zlatan, we're, you know, we're big fans of yours. And he was like, he was like looking over the crowd. He's about six foot five. And he just sort of went, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, it. He is the guy. He's exactly oh, what he is. You wouldn't want him to be any other way. Absolutely superb. But yeah, apparently he he, he kind of t- touched me on the shoulder and moved me out of the way. And I, I'd had ha- I'd had a pain in my leg for all week. And as soon as that happened, I swear it disappeared. <laughs> Where's my so roundhouse you in the face? <laughs> so yeah, things like that. Sorry. Hey, oh, absolutely superb. It's talking of roundhouses, Philip Mexes banned for three matches after video replay showed he punched. Marco Borriello off the ball. Yeah, Marco Borriello is a handsome man. Isn't he? he is. Yeah, there were some lovely subplots going on. Pirlo and Borriello. Not sure. It's a bit of a. I mean, I read an interesting thing about how Milan and Juventus's relations used to be very cordial. They did. Mm. Yeah. And um, Abbiati famously went there alone when they got had a bit of a goalkeeper crisis. But no, on really bad terms. There was a bit of a dust up after the game and everything. There it? was. Yeah, there was a lot of drama. Um, there was a sending off, of course, towards the end. Um, Van Bommel was having to be held away. Van Bommel was on the receiving end of a dirty one. He was, yeah. <laughs> it was it was just a, bit a novelty for him. Maybe that'll change him. I said, that's what it's like. How <laughs> hurtful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's definitely two points dropped for Milan, that one. Mm. Obviously, both still uh, top of the league. Inter, uh, messed it up again didn't they they did they lost 1-0 to Napoli uh, Lavezzi scored Napoli 5th yeah, uh, 5 points behind 4th spot Lavezzi's uh, finish was absolutely wonderful yeah. it was right, right in the bottom corner Inter have lost 4 in a row now mm. I think they've won in about 6 or 7 games they're in an absolute stinker you think Ranieri's job's under threat I mean it's all over the shop he's a quick fix man isn't he he'll be off yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, talking of that sort of, you know so Milan dropped 2 points there Yeah. I mean that decision that sort of poor decision 
in terms of that goal, that could that could cost them the title. Mm. Oh, it could do, yeah. It's, it's, and, and that would have made it two 0 and, and Milan yeah. were very very dominant at the time. It was only in the last sort of twenty that Juve really came into it and started putting a lot of pressure on. Mm. Um, uh, elsewhere in uh, Serie A, Lazio and Juventus both won and are six points behind the leaders. Closer with the winner for Lazio and uh, Di Natale amongst the goals for Udinese. Classic strikers, yeah. the pair of them. I thought it was quite funny as well. Uh, Atalanta four, Roma one. They've got a, a striker, Argentinian striker called Herman Denis uh, up front for Atalanta, but his 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 name is spelt German Dennis <laughs> and, uh, as opposed to Stefan Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> I think his nickname is German Dennis. I thought there was yeah. like a nickname because the Italians would pronounce the. German, German as well. Yeah. So yeah, German Dennis. <laughs> yeah, he loves a war. <laughs> With a hat trick, acting like a German. Yeah. Right. Uh, before we go to going for gold, we've got to go to Brazil, where Romario has said that he will try to persuade Barcelona to sign his son Romarinho. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that your son is called Little, little Romario. Yeah. yeah. Um, he currently plays for Vasco da Gama's youth team. Um, Romario <laughs> said, "I will take my son there." Then I will speak with the president and Pep Guardiola. Uh, he went on to say, I am thankful to Barcelona. They opened the door for me to become the world's best player and the best player in Europe. Yeah, I'm almost certain there's no <laughs> sort of like, this isn't a prior, like prearranged meeting. No. He's just going to rock up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just he's going to walk up to the door of the office holding his son's hand. The door's not open. He's just going to probably nod, bang on it. He's just going to nod to him and go, Right. <laughs> in a basket like in a little Barcelona kit already. Yeah. I'll pick you up in a few seasons when they've had enough of you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they definitely will if you like me <laughs> to be fair to Romario though he was really good Romario oh, yeah, yeah, really he was good. the best player in the world yeah. Yeah. So, Barca gave him the opportunity to play against Steve Bruce in the Champions League so, <laughs> yeah, what a treat right. yeah. <laughs> oh. and now it's time for going for gold <sighs> Dun, dun, dun. That is not the theme tune and you know it. It's this. Going for, going for gold. Gold. Going for gold, ladies and gentlemen. Just gentlemen in the room, but... And listening. Oh, That's my water. You dropped, dropped your water. I've literally dropped a bottle. Shall I get started? Yes. Got yeah. a can, can few, uh, can few clues. I'm on a brace. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you denied my hat trick. <clears throat> Ooh. Clue number one. Yes. Stop. Warren Barton <laughs> Not Warren Barton <laughs> I was the son of a long distance lorry driver Stop Don't say it Alright That's it yeah, why, why, why would you stop at that? Jose Dominguez <laughs> Jose right. Dominguez No My first club was West Bromwich Albion I owned a stake in a greetings card company <laughs> 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 Can we have a football clue? Yeah. Well, I was born in Chesterley Street. Chester Chesterley Street, not Chesterley Street. Chesterley Street. It's up in Durham, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I know it. How do you know that? What's that got to do with anything? Oh, just the way you said it. Maybe. Who's got more right to say that word than me? Fine. In uh, this I'm room. none the wiser who it is, and that won't help me. <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> Alright. The Daily Telegraph published an article claiming that me and Steve McMahon used our celebrity status to encourage investors to buy green belt land plots in Hounslow with a very limited chance of return. <laughs> Stop. Ken Munkow. Not Ken Munkow. No. I know he's Dutch. Was it Steve McMahon? Did you say that? Steve McMahon. Oh, Steve McMahon. <laughs> that changes Hell everything. Would never yeah, do that. Was he was a spice boy. You. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop. Is it Brian Robson? It's Brian Robson. Yeah! Oh, oh, good damn one. it. Good one. Play Your remaining play. clues, gentlemen. Uh, I was bought for a record transfer fee. Uh, my assistant in my first managerial role was Viv Anderson. I did a sex on, around, and in Sky Sports as Claire Tomlinson. And I have two Premier League medals and an OBE. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Good lad, Brian. Robbo. 
Oh, I got that because I knew he's like the West Prom and I knew he's from the North East. That's how I got that. There we go. Well done. Good knowledge. Shall we have an email? Mm. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. It's deemed gents. The entry of Sol Campbell into the Dean Windass Hall of Fame last week took me back uh, to my best football story, which I tell from time to time. As a 17-year-old, I had trials with Tottenham Hotspur's youth team, but I won't bleat on as everyone knows a ball who could have, would have, should have played pro. Needless to say, I didn't make the grade. We laid the kit out for the professionals once as one of our duties, and I saw Big Soul shorts, a whopping 40 inches, <laughs> which amazed all of us. At the end of training one day, we were walking back to the changing rooms, and a couple of us were invited to join a five-a-side team with some of the pros. I had Darren Caskey on my team and thought I'd made the big time. He was then so and there. rated Caskey at one point. He really was, wasn't he? Ridiculously fast-paced as the game. Game was I picked up the ball and was suddenly faced with Big Soul racing over to me. In what I can only describe as the best thing I've ever done, as he angled himself side on, I managed to nutmeg him and went past him, Why? slotted in the bottom corner. Cue laughter. One of the lads on my side said, "You will regret that." <laughs> <laughs> and the very next time I went to receive the ball, I was on the end of what is generally known as a reducer. <laughs> all end I saw, of his career. Yeah, yeah. All I saw was Not clear fine. blue skies. A very angry Soul Campbell annihilated me in a tackle. <laughs> Cue pain. He did help me out with his big grin on his face, though. Still. I thought it was a bad man for megging him but the very next day Stephen Clements nutmegged me 12 times in a minute when I was the pig in the middle during a training session <laughs> from Steve Thompson thank you very much I, Steve. I, I, I generally Steve. thought that that email was getting to him going uh, you're going to regret that and the next day I picked up Saul Campbell's massive shorts and it was full of shit <laughs> <laughs> Saul Campbell had shit himself Saul soiled Campbell hey. and the next day my kneecaps were taken out with a shotgun <laughs> 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 oh yeah. Are we ready for a profile? Oh, how are we ever? Let's have a profile then. Hello, I'm Dean Windass, and this is my Hall of Fame. Today we have a match coming into the Dean Windass Hall of Fame, boys and girls. Uh, it's the game that many consider to be the best in the history of the Premier League, and it is a true classic. Pompey mm. 7, Reading 4. <laughs> Ooh. We've changed the profile. <laughs> it's um, yeah, a true classic of the modern era. It's Liverpool for Newcastle United 3 from the 1995-96 Premiership season. I would love it if you would fuck off, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, the game was played on the 3rd of April 1996. Oh, 29 years after the summer of love. Damn right it was, big guy. The business end of the season. That mm, was, yeah. Business yeah. end. Uh, now this was... Um, a, a, a magnificent game really wasn't it I mean before the match Liverpool were lying in third five points behind Newcastle just to set the scene uh, they had played one game more Newcastle were second three points behind Manchester United but had two games in hand this was one of them they already, already relinquished a big lead as well. Yeah. Well, they had. I mean, of course, Newcastle were famously 12 points uh, clear at the top of the table at the end of January, I think. We knew it was going to be a big night when we saw Kevin Keegan emerge onto the bench <laughs> in a lovely red blazer. A disgusting maroon mm. He looked like a Butlin's, blazer, <laughs> Butlin's red coat. What yeah. was he doing? But then he changed later. Do you remember? He later, put the coat he put, on. He yeah. put the coat on. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's he got colder. Big Adidas coats. Yeah. yeah. Thought, if I'm going to have a nervous breakdown here, I'm going to at least be warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, Newcastle went into the game having lost three of their previous five matches. Um, and a, it's interesting, a preview of the match in uh, the Independence said the heart has gone out to Newcastle United for most of the season. So vibrant and uh, vivacious has their football been, but now you wonder if the heart has gone out of them. 
Mm. With David Batty and, uh, you know, Rob Lee, Rob Lee in the middle. In the Come on. Okay. So, some, How can it? Some players featuring in that game. Oh, God. Well, let's get to the lineups then. The Liverpool managed by Roy Evans, of course. Mm. Uh, they were at home. They lined up with a, I suppose it was a 3 5 2 formation. David James in goal. Back three of Scales, Mark Wright, and Neil Ruddock. Ruddock. A very British back line, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's why um, I can see a three goals. Wing backs, McAteer and, and, and Rob Jones. Mm. A bit more Culture. trigger on the, as a wing back. That is McAteer. I tell you, he'll come on to the minute. McAteer yeah. played some lovely passes. He did. He did. Um, Jamie Redknapp. Jamie Redknapp literally played in that game. Yeah, yeah. he did. Um, John Barnes uh, in the centre. Um, John Barnes. Yeah. McManaman. So you got um, Redknapp, Barnes, and uh, McManaman in the centre. Rush was on the bench, wasn't he? Because he came on really. Yeah. Yeah. Rush was, was on involved the bench. in the Collymore. and Fowler up front. Yeah. Colin, you forget how good a player Colin Moore Colin was. Colin Moore was yeah. class. He blotted his copy book hitting women and uh, doing bad things on the telly, but, you know. And, he, and, he, and he dogging. Strong, and dogging. <laughs> That's, there's nothing wrong with dogging, come yeah. on. Um, that doesn't take his copy book for me, dogging. <laughs> no, but he, he was a quality player. That's oh, he's absolutely he was, class. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle, with Keegan at the helm, donning his fancy blazer, went for a 4-4-2, Cerner checking goal. Back four, uh, across the back four, Watson, Howie, Albert and Beresford. And then in the midfield, Beardsley, Batty, Lee and Janola. Oh. Or Ginola, uh, should I say. And then up front, Aspria and Les Ferdinand. Oh! <laughs> Pete Peacock, Gillespie on the bench. Let's not forget yeah. those two beauties as well. <laughs> Is that a tear in your eye? Was Barton involved? Uh, no, I think. T- no, no, no. No, he was involved. I think he scored in the one. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll after, talk about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you look at those lineups of those players, you just you look back and think you wonder why there was goals it's in just, it. Uh, <laughs> you just think back to Cool Britannia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rid- ridiculously yeah. attacking lineups. Um, yeah. There uh, and not many good defenders amongst them. You picked Albert in defence, and he's not even really a defender, is he? <laughs> he was yeah. one of those guys you'd have on fantasy football yeah. because he's the goal-scoring defender. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now let's get on to the match where Liverpool got things underway. Collymore crossed it, Fowler headed it, one nil after the first couple of minutes. I really, think it was. really, really strong work from Collymore on the left as well. Yeah, yeah. Sort of comes in. Indeed, but we're only eight minutes later. That's a brilliant ball in Fowler. Yeah. Sort of down yeah, yeah. The classic strikers header. Uh, only eight minutes later, nice little run from Espria, prompting. Andy Gray to say what skill from the Colombian <laughs> yeah. unless Ferdinand had equalised mm. yeah, it was right at David James he let mm. it through his hands he, David James had a poor game he did actually that yeah. was when he used to really flap at stuff as well back yeah. in the day um, pre-haircuts pre-hair yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then four minutes later Ferdinand put Ginola uh, through ran from the halfway line outpacing it, everyone ball, around the, him the whole story for that game was outside of the um, yeah. right foot yeah. passes and a goal from Espria later That's on right. but, but Ferdinand's pass for that it was to, to hit Ginola through oh man but Ginola had smoked. so much to <laughs> yeah, Ginola, yeah. Had, Ginola had so much to do as well yeah um, outpaced everybody and then finished well. It wouldn't then be until the 55th minute that another goal went in. Before that, so it's one two at half time. Yeah, sorry. Mm. Yeah, um, the, the goals were really nicely spread out as well. They were one of those matches <laughs> where this pretty, you didn't have to wait long for something to happen. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Rob Lee missed a good chance to make it three one. And it's those kind of moments when you watch it back to think, mm. imagine if he'd have done that. Oh, could it have been oh so different? <laughs> Jamie I mean, nearly scored a belter as well. If I remember rightly. Yeah, ah, oh, we literally knocked But Liverpool's equaliser to make it two two was El Maka who just bamboozled. Jinky. Albert and um, Just all, all, Beresford all, step overs all, all over yeah, all knees yeah. and limbs and curly yeah. hair it's <laughs> confusing a whirlwind of weird and uh, Fowler um, smashed it low into the into the corner of the net celebrated by diving into the net and sort of heading yeah, the ball yeah. he sort of couldn't it was that, that was on where he scored and he couldn't kind of get his footing yeah and he was going oh, I can't stand up I can't yeah. right and I'm off <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like a Hot Wheels car um, and, but, well straight after um, Fowler scored Rob Lee put a spree through 
with a brilliant outside of the mm. right foot, sort of curled yeah. it round David James. Mm. And David James was inexplicably out of his area. Well, yeah, he made a spree his mind up, and a spree yeah, just went, yeah. I'm sure he's got a similar goal like that in, in the Champions League, possibly against Barca, but I think they were all headers and penalties. But I'm confused, but... When mm. he scored that goal to make it 3-2 to Newcastle, 2-3... Yeah. David James had come so far out of his area yeah. when Aspria shot, he couldn't save it. Yeah, because he, he couldn't use his hands. Yeah, it was a, it's it's a, a like ridiculous. With his head. It was a ridiculous decision. Strange decision making. You forget like, that James was like that a bit because obviously in the latter years he was actually pretty yeah. good. It took him such a long time to cut that sort of stuff out, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think he got to about thirty-five and thought, yeah. "Come on, I'm old enough now." I and and Aspria deceptively fast as well because his legs yeah. are yeah. completely ball-legged and weird, and you, yeah. you know he's all about the step-overs and stuff. But he could proper yeah. when he opened them. Rubber bands. <laughs> Eleven minutes later, enter Stan Collymore. Um, McAteer, he put a great ball in from out wide, absolutely superb, which eluded everyone apart from Collymore at the back post and equalised for Liverpool again. So it uh, was three all, mm. and it remained three all until stoppage time. They brought now, Peacock on. Yeah, for that exactly. <laughs> sure, they brought Rush on. Well, Liverpool were out yeah. wide. Yeah, Liverpool brought Rush on. And Newcastle brought Pickle on to shore it up, you know. I think the, I think Beardsley was playing on the right wing, which I never really liked him there. Yeah, so he was always better through the middle. So well, I think Gillespie right. had come on for him from uh, before then. That's well. classic sort of British manager though. You get a player <laughs> like Beardsley, well, out wide. We don't like, want like, him. Your call out wide. Yeah, we don't <laughs> yeah. want him getting involved too much. You know, <laughs> running the game and that. Yeah. Um, then Liverpool in the injury time, they came forward with Barnes, and he played about eighteen one twos <laughs> with Ian Rush. They played so many one twos, they bumped into each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they managed to work the ball. Into the penalty area, Newcastle penalty area. Well, it was a great bit of vision from Barnes. He sort of put it out wide. Well, actually, he probably should have played in McManaman or Rush mm. should have because he was out that wide and he could have played him in. But as you say, they kind of bumped into each other, and then uh, then Barnes, of course, um, found Collymore out on the left. Q Martin entirely yelling, Collymore comes again. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing about that goal was that he wasn't in frame on the television. Yeah, and yeah. he just—it's like in a horror movie when the actress is at the bathroom mirror and she pushes it close, and the man's behind him. Oh shit! It's just like yeah, that. It was yeah. a bit. Oh god, what is he doing? So there and yeah. so on mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 the right when, back. when the ball actually went in, like Darren Pico just started jumping up and down, doing like a, like an impromptu hacker, like it's yeah, gonna reverse yeah, yeah. time. Keegan was like Beresford. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Keegan was. He just deflated, oh, didn't yeah. he? It's like he popped. Well, but that, it's nice, you don't see that anyway. Because occasionally, when, you so, when something like that happens, you see like the manager going mental or whatever, yeah. and then you just see like some rangy winger in the back just sort of chewing some chewing gum, looking a yeah, bit bemused. Yeah. But everybody, yeah, yeah. from Keegan to Fazakli to bloody um, yeah. McDermott, everyone was just poof, deflated. You're right. <laughs> Keegan disappeared inside that big Newcastle <laughs> <Were> cut. <they>? <laughs> you <just laughs> saw his little grey bouffant above the advertising board. <laughs> yeah, well, why were they sat behind an advertising board as well? That's something that looks really strange <laughs> about it. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it ended up 4-3. Uh, it was ended up 4-3. Moore, as you say, rushed in to the left side of the box and, and just drove it home with hardly <laughs> any time remaining. And Yeah, I, it, it, I think it was the result where people thought, actually, I think Man United have got this now yeah. for, um, for the title. I mean, it was an incredible game. There were seven result swings during the game. Yeah. You know, seven got. I mean, you can't ask very more. Mm. Only two bookings in the match, Beardsley... Um, and Batty, uh, <laughs> Batty was always going to get one. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, customary, isn't it? Um, and booked after the game. I'm sure I missed something. <laughs> I, I haven't got. Yeah, can I have a yellow, please? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It was one of the first games, to my knowledge, that became a DVD, and then people actually bought it. You mm. know. 
Um, and uh, there was a, there's a review on, on Amazon which I think sums it up well. It says, if you are a true blue of Premiership, I think you must not forget this game even if you are not Liverpool or Newcastle fans. Totally score seven goal and can't, you, uh, can't let your heart calm down until the end of the game. Premiership supporter must keep this DVD in home. Is this, <laughs> is this your personal review? Yeah. I don't know, but it yeah. certainly sums it up for me. Um, Keegan and Newcastle, of course, finished runners-up to Manchester United. Liverpool remain third. But the reason third. that's important is because in the 96 season, yeah. um, there was only one team going to the Champions League. So Newcastle yeah. came second yeah. and mm. therefore went to the UEFA Cup. I think McManaman got 25 assists that season or something ridiculous. McManaman was a great player. Yeah. Yeah, like, really, really, to, really undervalued to, in terms of his contribution. He went to Spain for granted. You know, I know, but still, like you know, he was the man of the match in a Champions League final. You know, yeah. he was a brilliant player. Yeah, um, I, I think of all those who started that match, only David James and well, <coughs> Robbie Fowler are still playing. Although <laughs> Fowler yeah. might not be at a proper level, but. Um, uh, I mean, sensationally as well. If, if, if we fast forward it a year, the following season when Newcastle went to Anfield, uh, there was the same scoreline appeared again, <laughs> which was ridiculous because the whole game, the whole match was of course built around. Oh, remember the four three? Mm. It bloody happened again. Although very different though. Liverpool were three 0 up at half time. Uh, Fowler, Berger, and McManaman. And then Newcastle staged a comeback in the last 20 minutes, fought the three all, and, and Fowler headed the winner 4 mm. 3 again. But Keegan may not have won the league, but he did receive a fax from the then FIFA General Secretary, Sepp Blatter, praising him for his positive attitude he brought to the game of football. Thank you for your game, Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> Keegan Thank you for your buffon, Keegan. Is that maybe why Keegan decided you know, he, had to, he just had to quit? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm a monster. I'm one of the bad guys. <laughs> right, a <the> monster. Right? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> I've gotten a man city. Oh, the final words belong to the former Liverpool manager Roy Evans who said to be fair it was kamikaze defending managers would be dead within six months if every game was like that <laughs> it is this season <laughs> yeah it is in comes Liverpool 4 Newcastle 3 from 1996 <laughs> a very long title for me <laughs> for it to be typed out onto the internet now then that's the end of the show people if you'd like to get in touch with us the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website thefootballramble.com is where James or Jim is going to be yes uh, I live there now <laughs> uh, this week on the website alongside me there is uh, Kieran Pender taking us through the fascinatingly weird situation uh, with Gold Coast United in Australia they've got like a they had a 17 year old debut as captain and the fallout from it has just been just just crazy get over there and have a look and uh, Sasa Ibruj uh, lifts the lid on the chaos involving uh, uh, sort of sorry enveloping the Croatian league and there's all the usual bells and whistles like the Fall of Fame There's Pick Live There's the shop There's the forum Just do it yeah, Do it for crying out loud Get over there Pete what you got for us um, If you email the show next week The email that gets read out I have registered at Twitter.com forward slash Cup Winners Cup So we're <laughs> going to have a, a ceremony Where we hand over A Twitter account uh, For the Cup Winners Cup so You've got like, to treat it with, with respect though yeah. Exactly well, we, we, we might have you vetted <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I had a bored afternoon and figured out that uh, yeah, at Cup Winners Cup has not been taken but it has now so if you are going to take responsibility for twitter.com forward slash Cup Winners Cup you've got to at least change the egg profile picture yeah. and maybe tweet a Cup Winners Cup fact every week or something yeah, yeah. We'll, okay. we'll give you some promo on it you'll get some followers keep the dream alive <laughs> damn right now Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Pete. Up yours. And goodbye, Luke. Go fuck yourself. And it's goodbye from me. See you next time, Bertrands. Held back in by Drury. On by Whitbread. This is Holt. Can he turn? He can! What a goal! Grant Holt with the equaliser!
week. Apparently he fisted Norman Lamont. <laughs> <laughs> The fisting bit is fine. The Bring in Julian Clitz. I agree. I agree. <laughs> the fisting Absolutely bit is fine, agree. but you're... The third worst thing about my job is spending so much time with Richard Keyes. I don't know, I will tell you what fella is the... Um, fella. I'm not the fucking guy who's come out to fix your fridge. I said fella. <laughs> Did you? I don't like being called fella. I just discovered that I don't like being called it. <laughs> Let's all call him fella for banter. <laughs> Let's have banter. Banter. A word commonly used by people like me. Like doing stupid things to talk about with your friends. And that's what we did. We filmed a load of shit. And the only reason we filmed it was for the banter. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this.